Hello, welcome to Stephen Speak. Uh, on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a a British tradition, um, maybe maybe more of an English tradition actually, uh, about celebrating um, an event that didn't happen with a bang. Um, stick around for me to explain, or you you might have already gotten done. Welcome to Stephen Speak the Podcast. Unscripted prattle on everything and nothing. Ah, thank you for joining me today. I uh, hope you're well. Um, settle down, whatever you're doing. Whether you're driving to work or if you're at a brew or you just you have 20 minutes out of your week to listen to my sultry tones and just relax and i'll take you on a prattling journey as usual so thank you for listening if you're new to steven speak um don't get your hopes up it's a meandering load of bullshit that i speak um but hopefully it's entertaining at some point um go back and check out um my other episodes this this is the third season now so uh i've, I've slowed down production a little bit because I, I went a bit hell for leather at first uh, i've slowed slowed them down now it's one a week um Yes, but this week, um, I'm going to be talking about um, an event that happens in the UK every year, um, predominantly probably the, probably England, actually, um, for, for, for at least now, as far as I'm aware, probably more of an English thing, um, and that is uh, Bonfire Night, or Guy Fawkes Night. Uh, now, anyone that lives in England will have heard of this. Um, it's been, well, it's been going on for 400 odd years, so it's quite a tradition. <laughs> Uh, but it's a little bit of a strange one, I think. And I've always found it a bit peculiar, even when it was explained to me as a kid. And I've always not really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed kind of like maybe the traditions that came out of it, but not maybe the actual event itself. And I'll explain. So for those that you don't know, uh, Bonfire Night or Guy Fawkes Night uh, originated uh, because uh, a chap back in the day, uh, back in the early 1600s, 1605, to be sure. I've done a little bit of research on this. Uh, literally three minutes before starting this recording. So nothing too major. Uh, but basically, a chap called Guy Fawkes, um, whose, whose real name was uh, Guido Fawkes, which is funny uh, to me. I never knew that. Um, but Guy Fawkes, um, he also went, apparently went, went as a pseudonym John Johnson as well, which highly original. Anyway, um, he was a member of I suppose you'd call it kind of like a terrorist organization, I suppose, from, from a certain standpoint. But he he basically was um, Catholic and part of this this uh, group uh, of English Catholics that basically didn't like um, the way the Protestant monarch was ruling, and they basically plotted to kill him. So it was James I, King James I, and they basically want to re restore a Catholic monarch back to the throne. Because uh, Britain was, uh, or England at least, was becoming uh, more and more Protestant, so there was a religious connotation to this, as, as there is a lot of things through history, uh, and I'm not going to get into that. Um, but yeah, he was unsuccessful um, because there was a couple of people that they didn't want to kill, apparently, um, and I remember this from school. Um, so the group basically sent a couple of letters to a couple of people that they kind of liked. And didn't want to kill in this uh, in this terror act, which 
which was uh, basically blowing up the Houses of Parliament in London, which is a beautiful building, and I would advise you go and look at it, uh, or even go inside, because it's, it's fantastic. Um, it's a fantastic-looking building. But he decided that, him and his group decided they were going to blow it up with a load of the people inside, and um, there was going to be some event going on. I can't remember what it was now, but there was, some, there was going to be some event, I think it was for King James's daughter, and they were all going to be there, basically. So they would, he was going to blow the whole thing up um, on the 5th of November, which is now celebrated as a bonfire night. But he was unsuccessful because, as I say, he sent these letters to these few people that he liked and in, in October. So giving them about a week week or so notice, I think it was like two weeks notice, basically saying, like, on this date, don't be in that building. And uh, they basically grasped, up, they grasped him up, basically. They, they, they literally took the letters straight to the authorities and said, listen, we've just received these letters. It looks like someone's going to plan to blow up the Houses of Parliament. And, um, of course, um, Guy Fawkes was, I think he was in the basement or in some part of depths of the building where they, they, they'd hidden all the gunpowder. And there was, there was quite a lot of gunpowder, actually. I was, I was looking on, um, I'm in a Wikipedia, can't be completely accurate, but... It's not too bad. But um, there was like 36 barrels of gunpowder. Now, another part, of the, another part of the website basically says that's like 50 kilograms of, of gunpowder. And I don't know if that's right, whether they were small little barrels or not. But I mean, that's some amount. But it basically, by modern standards, that would have done the job. Um, but they apparently caught him the night before. So they went, they went down into the, into the depths of the Houses of Parliament and they caught him um, basically guarding all the gunpowder, because he was the one that was going to set it off. Now, I don't know if he was going to kill himself in this, because I'm sure, like, the fuse that they would use maybe wouldn't be too big. So I don't know how he was, whether he was planning to actually escape, whether he was going to go down with the ship, kind of thing. Um, I'm not too sure on that. But either way, he was unsuccessful. He was, and he was carried away, and, and basically it was revealed to the people what was going to happen, and the fact they'd foiled it, and blah, 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 blah. Um, I, I, one of the things that really stood out to me in school is I remember um, him, him, they, they wanted him to confess to his to his to his plot basically, so they could actually carry out a sentence. They wanted him to basically take the fall for everything. And I, I, one of the things I remember from a textbook in school was um, him his his an example of his autograph apparently on a document, uh, and then his his autograph again once they tortured him, um, and it was like. Un- you, you couldn't really make it out, really. It could have been anyone's, really. It was kind of, it almost kind of makes it like a bit pathetic to have tortured him for so long because you can't really tell it's Guy Fawkes' signature. So they could have literally just gone, "Yeah, you did it." Someone signed for him and said, "Oh, that's just because we tortured him." Um, but they sent, sentenced him to being hung, hung, drawn, and quartered, uh, which is something they used to do in the UK, um, which wasn't particularly nice. So w- what it involved was was basically, I believe, being. Um, Hanged until you're nearly dead, so it doesn't break your neck or anything like that. But it basically chokes you and makes you pass out and stuff. And they keep waking you up, and they do that for a while. Um, and then they um, basically remove your genitals, uh, and you're still alive. And then they disembowel you uh, by removing your entrails, etc. Um, and then they, they they don't they still don't. He's still not. He's still alive. They do it in a way that you're still alive, which is and it, apparently it's like super, super painful and it's like the worst thing ever. Um, and then they behead you, and then they cut you into pieces. And what they used to do was um, they used to send, um, they used to put 
head on a on the bridge, I believe. Like certain people that were super important or really made a made an example of they they display the body. Um so in in the film um uh, Braveheart, that's what happens to William Wallace. He's hung, drawn, and quartered. Uh, and that bit at the, the end when he shouts, spoiler alert, when he shouts freedom, that's uh, while he's being basically um, uh, disemboweled and he passes out um, or, or dies. I think he just passes out, to be fair. Um, but he might he might die. But yeah, then they behead you and, and, and quarter you. So really, quite a nasty thing, really. And that was kind of the, the worst, one of the worst things they do. So that was for like... Um, I think for traitors and 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 enemy and the enemy of the state kind of thing. So, yeah, pretty nasty stuff, really. But from all that, I'm sorry if that was too graphic for you, by the way. Um, but from all of that, like they started kind of a celebration that didn't happen. So, people back in the day must have actually liked politicians. I don't know. Um, I'm not trying to incite any violence on the houses of parliaments, but uh, the British have a kind of a dark humor and. Uh, there's 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 normally one person every year that cracks a joke of mm, wish it would happen now um because politicians you know uh, but I'm not I'm not wishing a terrorist attack on the House of Parliament just to be clear it's not the way to go we, we you know we have a democracy apparently for a reason um it's not going to turn into a rant honestly it's not going to turn into a rant um but yeah I just um it's just a really weird thing to celebrate I think because well isn't it isn't it we we celebrate the fact he didn't do it, which is good. It, like, if it had blown, for one thing, that building's beautiful, and I wouldn't want that building to have been destroyed. Um, I just think it's really strange that we celebrate it by building fires and building bonfires and then setting off fireworks. Even that isn't weird. Maybe it's just me. I just, it's just I just think it's a bit odd because um, we don't do that for any most most other days in the UK. Well, any other day in the UK, really. We don't really fireworks weren't massive. Um, when I was growing up in the eighties, you could literally buy them around bonfire night, maybe for a week before, two weeks before, and then they literally stopped being sold. Uh, it was really, 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 really strong laws on it in the day, and you had to have like a license or a special reason to get them and stuff. Um, well, not a special reason; you had to have a license, I believe. Um, and they were literally sold to the public, really, really restricted for a short period of time. And that, nowadays, it seems that uh, you can really always buy fireworks most most of the times of the year in the UK. Um, it's got really popular at New Year's. I think after the Millennium, it became really popular to set fireworks off at, the, at New Year's Eve. Um, but yeah, I, I've always just thought it was a strange thing. And in the UK as well, they used to, uh, so back in the day, they started making bonfires, and apparently the government and the king allowed it as like a celebration. And then I'm guessing it's become more of a thing, and then more traditions add add on top of that. So I suppose with the advent of like I don't know gun like gunpowdered fireworks they were added into the mix and also actually putting an effigy of guy forks on top of the bonfire so and this one is probably like the weirdest thing for me um i never actually did it but some kids and stuff around my area where i was growing up used to so what what people used to do is um and let me know if you ever did this as a kid or this happened in your area because I, th- I think it's bit, i think it's weird um and a bit dark really <laughs> Um, people would basically make an effigy of Guy Fawkes uh, out of old clothes, like like kind of like a scarecrow, basically. And they would basically go around people's houses. They'd carry this scarecrow thing with them, and they'd knock on people's doors and ask for a penny for the guy. So you donate a penny for the for the Guy Fawkes, and I, I and I'm 
I'm not really sure what the money was for, if I'm honest with you. I think it was more to do with um, paying for the thing to be made or maybe helping pay for the bonfire and stuff like that. So I'm guessing it was a contribution. They'd made the guy. They were going to have a bonfire and you could pay basically to contribute and then go and enjoy the bonfire and the, and the, and the guy being burnt to death. Like, well, he's not really alive, is he? So I suppose it's not really that bad. Um, getting a bit dramatic there. Um, but yeah, I just think I just, I just think that's that's a weird thing to do, like make an effigy of someone. Like, um, but I suppose for all intents and purposes, Guy Fawkes and is the organisation were were committing like a terrorist attack on 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 the government. Um, yeah, so I suppose I suppose it's not not too different to some of the things that we we remember today that for, were from terrorism or or things that were avoided, but we don't really celebrate them with this bonfire night. Um, so yeah, it's it's just it's just really weird, and we never really celebrated it too much as a kid. To be honest, when I when I was younger, my mum and dad didn't really have fireworks at home. I think they thought it was a bit of a waste of money, which I must admit, I think I do as well. Hang on, I'm just gonna have a sip of my tea. My mouth's gone dry. A lovely big cup of cup of tea. Here. What 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 are you enjoying? Well, I sip. Answer me. Also, I'm staring directly. Um, I don't know if you saw the post on social media at Stephen Speak PC. Go and have a check. But um. I got given like a little mascot, well, a little, little present, but I'm going to use it as a little mascot because it, it, it amuses me. And it's a little ghost thing that's been hand-knitted by one of my uh, by my friend's daughter. Um, and I'm after a name for it, so if you can think of a name for it, once, once you've seen it, think of a name for it. But it's sat in my microphone and it's literally staring me right in the face. It's actually making my eyes go funny because it's like blurry out of focus. Anyway, yeah, so basically fireworks, all fireworks are... Especially in the UK, especially when I was a kid, uh, if you wanted to buy them for your own house, they weren't overly impressive. Like, unless you spent a lot of money, and if you're going to spend that much money, you'd probably be better off going to an organised display, which there are. Like in in Crew alone, like there's probably, or in my area, like there's probably been advertised at least three or four professional bonfire night displays. I've never really been into it. I've been to a couple of displays in my life, and I, I like fireworks. Don't get me wrong; I think the you know the, technically how they're made and and what they produce in the sky, and they go bang, and all these colours come out, and all these weird patterns and sparks, and God knows what, and all the chemicals that make them make the you know make them change colour and stuff. It's it's fascinating, but um, I've never been one to like have to go to one every year, and. Um, People having their own displays in the garden actually kind of annoy me, and I'm not going to get into, get into a rant. Honestly, honestly, there's not going to be no rant here. But <laughs> I just... There's... But if you're going to spend, like, 200 quid buying fireworks, you may as well just take your fan to a proper display where you're going to see proper ones, because I think that's partly why my mum and dad never really did it at home, because they were all, like, whiz-bangers when I was a kid. So you'd, you'd get a little rocket, you'd set it off, it'd go shooting into the sky, which is pretty cool when you're a kid. Like, I did... I do remember my dad doing a fireworks display... Um, at least once I remember. At least once we used to have sparklers every so often. Did the little sticks with um, um, I can't remember the stuff that's on them. It it sparks basically, and you got the little stick in it. So it sparks, and you can write your name in 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 the air and stuff with them because uh, they burn so brightly. So uh, eye damage, brilliant. Um, and yeah, so. We never really did too much. I remember one specific one, but he, he actually did, did put on a pretty good show. He made his own Catherine wheel, which is like when the fireworks go round in a circle. Um, but yeah, most of the fireworks he had, 
There was the most interesting one was what me and my brother nicknamed the traffic light one, where there was a firework on the ground and it just like shot up like a red, yellow, green like light into the sky, like a little rocket into the sky. Uh, but most of them whizzed up into the air with sparks behind them and just banged in a white flash. And once you've seen that twenty times, it's pretty boring. So for me, professional ones are the way to go. Um, what what the tradition was mainly in my house. Because we didn't really go out. We, we could see from our house, our, the local park was like, as the crow flies, in a straight arrow, probably less than a quarter of a mile away, a half mile away at most. Um, so we could see, we couldn't see all the ground activity, but we could see all the, all the fireworks that came so far into the air. Um, and the tradition came at my house where my mum had a bit, of an, a bit of a scare at one of the fireworks events that she took my brother to. I can't remember if it was my brother's coat that caught fire or someone, a little boy nearby, but one of the fireworks came down and landed in someone's coat and it caught the coat on fire and it kind of put my mum off going to a live display. So, um, yeah, so what we used to do is sit in, sit in mine or my brother's bedroom, which looked out towards the park, and my mum used to give me um, like sweets and snacks and stuff. So like a bowl of Twiglets was like the favourite for us, a glass of milk. And maybe a bit of chocolate and, and stuff like that. And we used to sit and for like an hour and watch the display. Um, and we could open the window because they always used, used to have music and light shows as well. So we could open the window and listen to the music. And a lot of the time that the fireworks were timed to the music. And it was bloody brilliant to be fair. Like I, that's, that's for me what fireworks night is. Is sitting looking out of a window, <laughs> looking at them and not paying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but loads of people now have them in, the, in their own gardens and these, for me, they're these whiz bangers. There's, some of them are a bit nicer than nowadays. Like, you know, they have the, the, the public ones have become a bit more fancy, but for me, it's dangerous as well, isn't it? Like, you're literally handling explosives and I don't think that um, it's probably the safest way to go about it. Um, I remember you watching like the, the safety videos at school saying, like, don't handle a firework and don't go back to it once it's lit and if it goes out, don't go back to it, wait a bit, and, you know, and then cover it in sand and all this sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, I just think, I just think, if you just go to a professional one. Like, why waste your money? You just, I feel like you must just set fire to your money, if I'm honest with you. That's, that's my normal go-to saying. Just set fire to your money, because you're literally just setting fire to your money. Um, you're blowing your money up. Um, and they're not even that nice. Not even that nice. I mean, if you, if you do get really nice ones, maybe, maybe I'm just behind the times with fireworks. Maybe I just don't even know fireworks anymore maybe the whiz bangers are a thing in the past and uh, you can go out there and actually get some professional grade fireworks for your own garden um but then you've got to be you know you've got you have the garden to do it and you've got to set it up you know because you put stakes in the ground so that you'll fly up straight and i'm just I'm, maybe it's just because i'm lazy i don't know i just um it just doesn't appeal to me um so you think if when like when we have kids i'm, I'm hoping that um that sparklers would be the way to go, but I think if you want to see fireworks, let's take them somewhere and uh, buy a house where you can see the, see the park. <laughs> I don't know. If I don't know if they're doing one this year actually in our park. I don't know. Um, so that's how interested I am in it. But I just thought I'd, I'd go through that take because I know I get a lot of listeners from America and stuff. So I was thinking maybe you don't know what uh, bonfire night is. Um, it's it's kind of like the Fourth of July, but celebrating the non-event of a terrorist attack. Um, I just think it's, a, I just, for me, I just think it's a really weird way to, to, to mark an occasion by setting big bonfires off, burning effigies of, of criminals, and 
setting setting fireworks off as well. I, I don't know. It's always always been a bit of a weird celebration to me, and I I kind of understand why you would celebrate a not like a terrorist attack not happening. But yeah, it's 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 just a bit it's just a bit uh, just a bit odd. So yeah, so that's bonfire night. That's that's the fifth of November in the UK. Um, but you know, if you are gonna have one, I sort of say I do have a dog, and you know, don't moan. But you know, animals get scared of all these bangs and stuff. So if you're gonna do it, like one, don't set them off in the daytime. What the hell are you doing? Like that's even more pointless. Especially if you've got a whiz banger, you're not gonna see nothing. And and two, you know, be considerate. You know, it's probably the considerate thing not to have your own in your own garden. Uh, I'm looking quite lucky with our dog. He, he barks at the bangs, but he more like goes outside. And once he's seen what it is, he'll come back in, and he's not too stressed about it. But I know some people's dogs do get really, really stressed. So, you know, just just think about it. You know, if you if you've got a neighbor with a dog and stuff, you know, maybe consider it. Um, it's great to have your own party and stuff, but yeah, they are basically explosions in the sky only. Um, yeah. So I don't want to end on a, on, a, on a on a Karen moment, but you know, just. Just you know, just be sensible and don't hurt yourselves as well. That's the main thing. If you are gonna have a party or you're dealing with fireworks or you're doing anything with like that, just 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 be sensible enough that you're not gonna kill yourself or or maim yourself. Um, yeah. So there's that, there's the whistle stop tour of uh, bonfire night and Guy Fawkes night. Um, hope that was slightly educational and not too ranty. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Check out stevenspeak.com. I say this every week. I am going to update it at some point. There's loads more updates to go on. I'm just writing them down at the moment as what I want to do and how I want to arrange it. And I might have to redesign the whole bloody website. Um, <laughs> yes. And <laughs> yeah, so go and check stevensbeat.com out. Um, contact me on social media. Uh, really, really need your feedback. Uh, what do you like to hear? Is there any suggestions? Et cetera, et cetera. And thank you for listening. And uh, just have, have the best day. I'll uh, speak to you soon been listening to Stephen Speak the Podcast. Thanks for listening to my unscripted prattle on everything and nothing. Visit stephenspeak.com for updates, information, and my blog. You can follow more updates on social media at Stephen Speak PC. Thanks very much, and I'll speak to you soon.